What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Gaming with the Broscast. My name is Harrison. I am joined by my brother, Nick, my fellow co-host, as always. Nick, you are in Florida right now. How, how's, it, how's that warm weather treating you? you? You can't tell by this by this you know small closet that I'm in. But yeah, in Florida, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit colder than I thought okay. it was going to be. It's like 65, or 65 today, and I think tomorrow it's going to get up to the 70s. Um, okay. Oh, but it's been nice, man. I've been doing some skateboarding. I've been going out at like 9 a.m. in the morning and uh, doing a little skating. Nice. And doing doing a lot of eatings, some napping. Nice. Are you are you morning. working down in Florida or you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had Monday off for okay. MLK Day. Yeah. And then today was my first day back at work. So, okay. Cool. So yeah. Yeah, but how's I mean, you're in Florida. Is it? I mean, are you really working? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just staring out at the sunset. You know, it's vibes, vibes, man. It's just vibing, vibing out here. Um, the Harrison, you, you got a little bit of snow. Yeah, you know, we uh. I want to hear about it. You know, North Carolina is very funny. I, I don't know if if you've ever visited North Carolina or you've heard of North Carolina, but one day it could be 80 degrees, and the next day it can literally be snowing. So whenever the, the weathermen, weather women, whatever, predict snow, I always just kind of roll my eyes uh, mm-hmm. because it almost never happens. Or we just get far less than what they predict. Everyone just gets overexcited. The bread goes missing. The milk disappears. The, milk, the, bread, the eggs. You know, uh, I, th- I think I think our locals, like either Fox News or something, was like, don't forget your milk, bread, beer, and something else. I was like, yep, that's exactly what happens. So like Wednesday – um, because it didn't start snowing until I think Saturday, um, or I think it, no, maybe late, late Saturday, early Sunday morning. Um, mm-hmm. so Wednesday I was like, you know what, let me just go. Cause usually on Fridays after work, I get off, I, I go get like what I'm going to cook that night. Um, get, get some beer for tonight and then, you know, have our, have my Friday night with, uh, our, our at home, usual at home date night with my wife. We usually do that every, every Friday. Um, but I went Wednesday because I knew it was going to be crazy and boy, I'm glad that I did go when I did because I went to Harris Teeter on Wednesday and it was packed. Um, there's still a little bit of bread, a little bit. Um, we made burgers and Brittany wanted, uh, brioche buns and I spent 20 minutes looking for these freaking buns and I finally was able to find one by like, I took Kellen with me and he had grabbed some random cereal right across the the bread aisle and i was like no put that back so i put it back and then all right i was like you know what i can't find it let's he was starting to get a little antsy and then i just happened to look down and i saw the bread and i was like it's fate and i grabbed it it was like the last one in the store so i got it and then it was good it was yeah it was it was crazy no no nothing crazy like that um and then yeah we just kind of had our typical like weekend or whatever and then um, Sunday we wake up and there's a car in our neighbor's like bushes across the street. <laughs> that evidently happened somewhere between five when it started snowing and like 11. And I was like, all right, whatever. Why are you out? Yeah, I don't know. Why are and then, or maybe someone came home I, from drinking or something. And, and I, who knows? And then, uh, so then we went out, so, you know, we, we took the kids outside and Kellen had, Kellen had a blast and it was, it wasn't a great, like, it was, mo- it was 
a lot of sleet as well mixed in with snow. So it was like very kind very of mushy. crunchy, yeah, mushy snow. So like we couldn't make like any sort of <clears throat> like snowmen or even snowballs you couldn't you couldn't make. Um so we did that on Sunday and then Monday I had off as well. And at some point someone is driving down the hill and does a 180 and like lands in our um our little ravine right beside the road like almost takes out our mailbox. I and, thought they were coming the other way. I thought they were driving off. And oh no, so, no, they they spun, they spun out and hit sideways. Oh my god! So you know, he came up and he apologized. He's like, "I'm so sorry." He's like, "He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down the street to my friend's house and and see if I can get the tow truck to come out here." We're like, "It's fine. Like, you're not blocking our driveway or anything. Um, not like it mattered. It with me. We could have moved if we wanted to." Yeah. Um, and then he ended up coming back up and. He's like, yeah, we, the tow truck came. He's like, he's like, man, we're gonna have to wait because I just feel like if I, we try to pull it out, it's going to tip over. Uh, Cause I showed you the picture, Nick, but it's like, was like almost on its side. It was, um, yeah. So he, he ended up coming today and, and, and taking care of it. So it was all good, but um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a, a fun, a fun little three day weekend. Glad it snowed. Glad I had it off for yesterday. Cause you know, just kind of stuck in the house all day. Uh, played, played mm-hmm. some games. Um yeah, it was it was a good weekend. And the nice little short week thing, to follow. Good up. thing you went to the store too, because you were actually stuck in your house. You couldn't really go anywhere. Yeah, I did go out last night. Um, because we were just I, I, like I was I was like to drive in the snow. I just like to get a vibe yeah. of it. What's going on? Uh, and I took the truck the out, check. and it's got four wheel drive, so uh, I was able to get out pretty pretty nice. And there wasn't too many. There wasn't really any cars on the road. Um. I ended up going to like our local 7-Eleven and, and got like some little subs for dinner. Um, got some little, some drinks. So that was fun. Um, nice. But yeah, it was, a, it was a good week. It was a good week. Nice. Well, glad you had a good week. Glad I had a good week. Harrison, what you been playing? I have been playing. Um, I have. Halo. Well, of course I've been playing. I've got a, I've got a question I want to ask you about Halo 2. Um, sure. in a moment but i've been playing I, I finally started up guardians of the galaxy nice. um I, I really i really like it so far i think the voice actor of uh peter quill is kind of annoying to be honest uh he, he, he just he talks you. so much um but i like talks like this like like yeah but it's like and it's not that i it's not that i necessarily like like chris uh chris pratt chris it's like pratt. um you know his ends up his uh, acting better. Uh, I I do prefer him, but I mean, yeah, he just kind of like I don't know. It's weird, but I mean, it's not, I, think, it's, I think by the end, by the end, I prefer this version. Okay, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm on like chapter four or five maybe. Um, okay. so I'm I'm pretty pretty deep into it, but yeah, it's it's pretty good so far. Like the the writing is hilarious. Um, yeah. all the characters are are great. From for I mean, if you just reference like you mentioned nick just, i mean just reference in the movie they kind of have that similar vibe but also having their own like answer yeah they all have their own like personality uh, separate from the movie which is which is good um i think the story so far is is pretty cool uh i don't know much about what's going on as like as far as like the comic stuff um just because i've never like really gotten into guardians other than the, the cinematic stuff yeah uh the combat's okay it's not it's all right it's yeah. not I, I find myself like 
yeah, I find myself like just waiting in between the cooldowns for the other guardians because they're way more powerful than than Quill is right now. Um, you know, there's like very light, yeah, yeah. very light solving, like puzzle solving and stuff. It's just mainly the banter, like that, that you talk. Like it feels like an adventure when they're when they're talking and and you know walking through the uh, you know the big. Oh, there's like that big mushroom area, like at, I think towards like the beginning of the game where you're going to like the. I don't know her name. Um, you go into the the queen, um, like the monster queen. Yeah, the monster queen or whatever. Well, yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever she's called. Uh, that so that whole like part was just awesome. Uh, just yeah, there was up. some good banter there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I really like it. You know, it's um miles better, I think, than uh, Avengers so far. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, the combat's not anything to write home about. Uh, but it's it's serviceable enough to make me want to keep going and and seeing the story through. Yeah, and it gets more complex, and you know, of course, everyone gets more abilities that you can kind of cycle between, and so it, it expands a little bit. But I still think that Peter's abilities are kind of redundant. They are, yeah. I I get so caught up in you know figuring out what I need to do with everyone else. I don't really do any specials with Peter. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, kind of the same way. I always yeah. forget. Like the only one I really have is, I mean, I've got like the two elemental abilities, um, which I mean, it's just an alt, kind of an alt fire. Uh, yeah. And then I've, I've just got like the flying boots or whatever right now, the hover boots that you can kind of hover around the arena, which, you know, it's yeah. not anything to write home about. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the, the combat's just serviceable enough to not get in the way of, what I think is going to be a, probably a pretty good story. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A, I'm liking story, it a lot. I think. Nice. Yeah, liking it a lot. But Nick, I want to, before we, before we jump into Halo and I ask you my question, um, you played through the Forgotten City and finished it. I sure did. You, I mean, you recommended it to me last week. You were raving about it. And, you know, this is a game that I, I had seen before, but I didn't really know much about it. And, yeah. You know, kind of hearing your synopsis of the game, I immediately downloaded. I actually started the download while we were doing yeah. the podcast last week, and I think I, I think I played through it in three nights. Yep, um, playing an hour or two each night, and boy, is is that game just really really cool? Like it's it's one of the best um, one of the best time loop games I've ever played because it does it does the time loop so smartly with being able to like have um, have what's his face kind of go and do the things that you did before for you yeah and you know i don't want to give anything away about the story or or anything like that but yeah like play this game it's only like five to six hours maybe less depending on how much you want to like read and look into the history of this of this world but yeah it's it's a really really good game i definitely know what you mean about being a Skyrim based game. Yes, <laughs> like, it feels like Skyrim. Like it. Yeah, like the, the light combat sections were very, um, very janky. And then the kind of the running and jumping around is kind of janky as well. But but that's not really the main part of the game. The main part is that story, which is just so incredible. And yeah, it, it just gives so much meaning to player choice. And yeah, like all of the little stories that you kind of encounter, they're all like really cool in their own yeah. way. Yeah, every every character, ending, every character like feels too. important um, in the grand scheme of things. So it's yeah, 
And it's like, I was kind of overwhelmed. I was kind of overwhelmed at first because, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to meet so many of these people. And, you know, you can kind of do it at your own pace and kind of a slow burn, but you'll go through and you'll have your first encounters with all of them. And then you'll, you know, find out more about them. And then each of them kind of have their own personalities, like you said. And yeah, it's just a freaking cool game. Yeah. I uh, I did have one genuine laugh out loud moment, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but Nick, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Right after the uh, the ramifications of letting the prisoner out of the cell. <laughs> okay, you remember that? I didn't see what he, I didn't see what he did. Okay, all I know is that the, the voices came in. Yeah, like, he, he totally he totally stole something. If you if you actually watch him, like he immediately is, just steals something. <laughs> I wish I would have seen it because that would have been so funny. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Cause that same thing happened to me. I was like, what? Like the cause the voice came down and and then I went back and did it again the exact same way. And I was like, man, this guy, like the the guy, the guy was totally right about him. So Yeah. Funny. Yeah, that was funny. Um, I didn't even need to look it up. I knew that he I knew it was him. Oh was yeah. Like, eh, it's probably this guy. <laughs> Yeah, and this is yeah, Forgotten City, great game, fun game pass. Um, I think it's like thirty bucks. Otherwise, it's on Switch. It's not, it has a cloud version on Switch as well. Oh, cool. And, and like, you know, I feel like if, if any game's gonna have a cloud version, this is kind of the game to have it because it's not combat heavy. You don't need to be moving very quickly. Yeah. And it's it's, it's you know, for lack of a better term, it's it's more of a text based game than anything with. Yeah you know, really good graphics and whatnot, but yeah, man. Fantastic. game. I'd recommend, especially game pass. Just, just play it. Even if you're not into like, you know, Greek mythology, Roman mythology, all that stuff. Um, Skyrim based games. uh, Just just play, play like an hour of it. Give it like a shot. Maybe like 30 minutes to an hour. If you're not hooked, then you're not hooked. But I, I think it's one of the best games that I played that came out last year. So, I, it would have been in my top ten. For sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it, it absolutely would have been. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think it's a great game. Uh, I did play a little bit of. Uh, we Brittany and I finally started up. It takes two again. We played a little bit more of that. Um, played like another hour and a half of that. So we're kind of rolling through it. Uh, so where, where are you at right now? We are on. I think it's like the ice area of the game. Hmm. So we're yeah. With the, you can kind of ice skate on a shoe right yeah and it's like we just got done with like the magnetic area where you use okay. the magnet uh that that part was really cool so i, I have no idea how far we've got and you're getting pretty close yeah so i, I feel like we're getting pretty close so we'll, we'll probably finish maybe up this few, week maybe a few hours left because we'll there's, there's last because you're um you're going through like the chapters of the book right yeah 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 each of those are like an hour long okay I think there's four or five. Okay. So yeah, we're, we're getting there. For yeah. It is. yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, so we're, we're getting through that some more. Um, Nick, what is what is this uh, Valkyria Chronicles? Yes, this this is a game that I, I played a demo of it on the Switch about two years ago. And it's, it's kind of like Fire Emblem, um, except you're kind of moving, moving around in real time. And you have like limited you have limited movements that you can go. It's not necessarily tile-based like Fire Emblem is, but you can just only move to a certain degree. Um, And it takes place during 
a war. I don't know which war um, because I didn't go back and replay those first two hours. I just picked up right where I left off. Gosh. But it's kind of like a war tactics game where, you know, um, I, I, I guess I can compare it to Fire Emblem where, you know, there are these specific characters that all have interactions and all, all have their background stories and whatnot and interact together and you kind of see those um, those relationships build. I'm not too far into it, but it's pretty good. I bought it for, for like 15 bucks. It was on sale on the eShop. Um, and I have not played Valkyria Chronicles 1, 2, or 3. So I don't know if they connect or not, but... <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, yeah, it's pretty fun. I, I think it's a long game and you know I have a problem of buying long games and then not finishing them. So we will see. If I like your, was this like your I'm on vacation kind of purchase kind of thing? It was. Okay. Yeah, it was my vacation preparation game. Nice. And then I also I also got back into S&T 5. Okay. I've been playing that a little bit more. And I know I have a long way to go in that game. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to chip away, man. I'm trying to finish all these RPGs that I got into last year. But Yeah. That's more and then I still back. have uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Oh yeah, yeah, you did pick that up. Which is a, well, I know it's I know it's Fire Emblem, but I think it's a cross with SMT. Okay, interesting. Another long game. Well, you got you got not not a long time this. before Elden Ring comes out, so. And like get, get cracking, mom, yeah, and I'm getting more hyped for uh, for Pokemon by the minute. Don't, don't do it. I know. I know, but I, I'm going on the Reddit page, and I'm like, "Why am I on the Reddit page for Pokemon?" <laughs> it does look cool, though. I'm, I'm not gonna lie that that last trailer, that, that last trailer worked for me. It worked for me. Um, it did. Uh, then, lastly, I just want to talk about real quick. It's uh, more Halo Infinite. I've been, of course, grinding through that. I've, I'm done with the battle pass. Um, level 100. Yeah, level 100 on the battle pass. Um, and I guess quickly, they did they did reduce prices by like half on the cosmetic stuff. So that's pretty awesome. Um, so Nate, my question is, I, I was watching this this one YouTuber, um, and I I followed him for a while, but he 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 posted something about Halo has like some massive problem, you know, the whole clickbait kind of thing, and his biggest problem was, and, and granted, this guy has never played the campaigns of Halo, like he he played two and like Halo like the crap out of like Halo two and three, um, so just strictly multiplayer. Um, his biggest problem is like the lack of content, like new maps, new modes, you know, new guns. I just, mm-hmm. I, I think that, and maybe this is just like an old school Halo player or just an old school gamer in general, that I, I think people expect stuff to come out too quickly nowadays. Uh, any great ingrained, yes. Do I want more maps? Do I want more modes? Of course I do. And obviously, yeah. Obviously, right? I mean, they they just had a they had a new mode today come out called attrition, uh, and that's pretty cool. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but I I just feel like, and he was like, you know, this game's gonna be dead in two months if they don't do something, and I I just I feel like people expect so much so quickly out of these out of these games, and I don't see like. I don't know where they get that mentality from because I mean you look at like Warzone, it's the same map, right? Until they until they come out with a new season. So you're waiting three or four months before they update the map or or whatever the case is. So I don't know where this mentality I people 
where it comes from, but I don't know. I, uh, and that's my question to you, Nick. Do you, do you feel like this game is lacking content right now? I mean, obviously we want more modes. We want the ability or the option to choose oddball or choose strong, you know, whatever you want to, obviously if we want big, big, yeah. big team battle back and have that fixed properly. But I, I don't think this thing necessarily lacks content. And, and also it's totally free to play. So it's not like so you're not losing. You're not, you're not you know, you're not paying sixty bucks for Splatoon and then have to wait six months for them to add maps and, and this and that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of curious on what your thoughts are. Well, I think games like like Overwatch, where they're adding a character every, or they were adding a character every month or so, and adding in a new map or whatnot that kind of set up an expectation and then I mean even games like and this is probably pretty niche overall but games like Splatoon where they had you know almost constant content drops where they had new weapons new variants of weapons yeah. and then eventually adding in new maps and you know having the spot fest and everything so people you know you kind of pair that with a game like Fortnite or a game like Warzone where they're adding in new weapons not necessarily new maps that often but they're just adding new stuff to try out like maybe they're adding like a you know revolver variant or a assault rifle variant so people kind of have that expectation from those games but halo never really did that like it it, it never really added in new weapons and i don't, anything, I don't think any halo game has ever added a new weapon after launch right i don't i don't think so i mean maybe maybe halo 5 but you you played more than I did, so I don't I don't think they did. I mean, I think I think when Halo when ODST maybe or came to Halo oh, came to they MCC? added that yeah they added the like the, the 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 SMG that you have in that game like the silence SMG. Yeah. I think maybe that because that wasn't ever in multiplayer before. But I mean, you got to think back way back. And granted, this is you know. Back in two thousand five, two thousand six, whatever, um, you know they they dropped like the. I mean, we we were in Florida at the time, and they dropped like the the map pack or whatever for Halo two. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we, four, we, four or five maps. Or yeah, and we something. we woke up like that day and, and went and got it or whatever. It was like thirty bucks. So I mean, I mean, obviously Halo, it's it's a new day and age. So I mean, I get it, but I, I just feel like people are expecting too much so quickly. Especially right around the like right after the holidays, like we we it dropped in November, the campaign came out. So like, if you don't play campaign, that's fine. I mean that that's additional content, um, to to sway your way or to you know have in the meantime, you know people blew through the battle pass because they they updated it a little bit. You know they have, they got the double XP which helps out, um, but then they've also had like these really cool like events, like these little week long events as well. So they've so, had a lot of cosmetic stuff. Yeah, a lot of cosmetic stuff. But Which, like, yeah. you know, I, I don't see Call of Duty dropping maps every other week or anything like that. So I just, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I just don't want to know with that mentality, like why specifically uh, Halo that people are coming after for, for content. I, th- I think people want Halo to fail just for whatever reason. I mean, maybe. Yeah, but the the thing is like, so that season one was initially going to be a lot shorter, I, and yeah. I think it's I think it is too long to to be honest. Like 
they'll wait till May. But they probably wanted it to coincide with the launch of, well, I mean, probably not initially. They wanted everything to launch together, but yeah, now they probably want everything to coincide with the launch of the uh, Forge mode and then the campaign, split screen campaign or multiplayer campaign. Yeah. Um, so once that rolls around, I'm sure season two will come out that'll add new maps. They'll probably add in new legacy weapons. And another another difficult thing with Halo is like there's a lot of balancing that goes on with the weapons. Like each one is good in its own right, but you know, kind of like we learned during the beta, if one is too good, they're gonna nerf it. If one's not good enough, they're gonna, you know, buff it a little bit. I mean, the commando that got nerfed. So there's just a lot of balancing that goes in with these weapons. It's, it's not like a Call of Duty where everyone gets to choose what gun they start with and everyone is, you know, relatively equal, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get the stuff. You know, I hope I'm, I'm hoping since this is like the this first season is is based on Reach. I'm hoping we get maybe a couple of maps from like Halo Reach or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that they port over into into Halo Infinite. Um, so I mean, I would say just be patient. You know, it, it's okay to not play the game, right? You don't have to play it every day. You're obviously you're get, you're going to get burnt out. I started like. I was playing every day, and then now I've kind of – I'll start on Tuesday because that's when the they reset the weekly challenges. I'll, I'll do my weekly challenges. Usually it takes me a couple of days, and then by the weekend, I'm I'm usually playing something different because I've, I've, I've exhausted everything that I can. Um, now I can play, play ranked or whatever, but um, until until they give us an option to uh, take, not have cross-play, I'll, I'll stay out of ranked because it's uh, sweaty in there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, I just want to hear your thoughts on 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 just the content in general in Halo. If it's, I mean, I think I think the map. I think I think we could use one or two more, uh, one or two more eight player maps. Yeah, and then maybe one more big team battle. But I just I more so want to play big team battle right now. Exactly. <laughs> so it's. Um, I do want to yeah. talk about. So they they just dropped the uh, the Cyber Shadow event today. Uh, and I, well, I guess let me backtrack. So I do think going forward, I hope the next battle pass has a lot more armor unlocks than they do currently because I think that's the biggest issue with the price of the current armor is to get like the cool quirky armor and stuff like that with the cool like color variants. You have to pay, you know, so much money to get those. So I, I think hopefully they have more variety of colors and variations within the next battle pass. So that's, that's all I'll say about the battle pass going forward. Um but the, the new mode attrition they they, they dropped today, uh, it's kind of like I think it's kind of like elimination from Halo Five where oh, yeah, yeah. not not like um, Halo Five it's kind of like Battlefield like everyone shares like a pool of respawns um, and oh, then once cool. you once you get I think you, each team starts with eight so you th- theoretically get two deaths per person but I mean someone could die four times and waste all the respawns um, and then once you get to the final the final four there's no response left if if someone one of your players gets killed there an ai bubble drops down and you can actually go and revive them um and it takes about a little less than 10 seconds to revive and it's, it's really hard uh to do it because you know people can say okay i killed this person here they're gonna immediately flock to this area and then they can kill you so you just got to be careful um so i've played a, a few rounds of that and it's it's actually a lot of fun and it's it's different you know it's a different mode um you know it's just slayer but you you got 
lives and they're super quick. It's it's the best of uh the best of two. Um Okay. Or the yeah, the first the first of two, the I should first say. Of two. Yeah. Um and the rounds are super quick. Like you could do a round in five minutes, like maybe even less. So super quick. Um, you know, and they've got their uh their little mini battle pass to go along with the uh with that event. So yeah, I, I like it so far. Um it's pretty cool. Nice. I'm excited to check it out. And then lastly, last thing I'll talk about Halo Infinite, I finished it on Legendary. Um, so I finally did that. Oh, okay. Okay. I um I went back and I 100%ed the game. I collected every collectible you can do. Um, yeah, I just had I use I use IGN's map, whatever. So shout out to that. That was a really good, uh, really really good um, collectible map. Um, I use that. I just what? No, sorry. Okay. No, sorry. I use that. Um, you know, I just do on a podcast, and uh, just man, it's so much fun just going around that open world. So. Yeah, man. Oh, using that grappling hook. Yeah, it's fun. And I did start Legendary with all skulls on. And yeah, that's... Is it fun? <laughs> it's not. The first encounter, the first encounter where you fight like the three grunts before yeah. you go into the main like little area. I died like 10 times because it takes away... Your, it completely takes away your HUD. It completely takes away your gun. So you don't know what gun you're using. The only way to charge, the only way to recharge our shields is to melee an enemy. So it's ridiculous. I, I don't know if wow. I'm going to do that or not. Um, is there an achievement locked behind? There it? is an achievement. So may, maybe like you and I can do it that way. I don't know if we could do it on co op if, if it would be any easier. Um, but yeah. yeah. I wonder if, like, I guess previous Halo games, if you died in co op, then you just respawn back to the checkpoint. I, I wonder think if it's... you can revive. Yeah, I think as long as, well, I thought if you died, as long as your teammate was safe and like not a, not in combat, maybe they could respawn. Not quite sure. Maybe that's how it was. And then if you died in the game, you died for real. <laughs> died in the game, you died for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's uh, I know it's a lot of Halo Infinite talk when it's been out for a couple months now, but uh, I'm still just loving it, man. I'm loving it's it. It's great game, man. It's a great yeah, game. It's great. Uh, so yeah, Nick, let's move on to, I guess let's, let's talk about the other stuff first and then we'll dive into the big news oh, of the century. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. We'll, let's go to the other stuff. Um, so this is kind of a, a, a big brain move on Microsoft's part, but they discontinued production of the Xbox one and Xbox one S and one S in 2020 meaning the only thing that was coming up on store shelves in 2021 was the Series S and the Series X. So they were only selling next-generation consoles, while the PS5, PlayStation, they couldn't get enough chips to make enough PS5s, so they're still producing the PS4. Yeah, they decided to to make more because they believe in generations. (laughs) They believe in generations. Uh, I I do. I I think it's very smart on, on, on Microsoft and Xbox part. I also think that it's a lot easier to know what the next generation console is from PlayStation 4 to 5 versus the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X. Like, that's a little bit of confusing on, like, their branding part. So I think just axing those consoles. uh, And let's face it, like, you know, as much as I love my Xbox One, um, that thing was kind of doomed to from the start of of the generation. So I think they wanted Mm -hmm. to just 
cut ties with that and just go on to a yeah uh, a much better um console so and and it's smart because they have two SKUs. one of them uses a different chipset so you know if they can't get enough chips to produce the series x which they've been having trouble with yeah they can still produce the series s which is a you know that's a viable console like that's it's for one a great value for your money and yeah you know it's, it's almost just as good as the series x and those those are still on store shelves i've seen those in a lot of stores i mean okay they're available which is good because you know i haven't seen a single ps5 anywhere yeah right. i've never seen a ps5 and i've never seen a series x and so i don't think i've ever seen an s either but i just i also haven't been looking yeah. so so yeah, that, yeah that's so, so, so good, smart. good on xbox's part because they're they're you know feeding people into their next generation of consoles while PlayStation is still having to, you know, sell PS4s when people, you know, if, if, you know, Johnny were to buy a PS4 today, he's not going to buy a PS5 anytime soon. No, no. You know, he's, he's going to wait a couple of years and then, and then maybe jump into it. So, I mean, PS5s are still selling well, but they're not, I guess, I mean, obviously not selling as well as it could be. Yep, no. that is that is correct. That's true. <laughs> and then, lastly, and I skipped over the I skipped over the second one because that's going to tie into yeah the 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 main story. But Stalker Two was delayed until December, delayed from I think April to December. Pretty big, pretty big, wonder, pretty pretty big delay. Yeah, and like also to delay it till December. I wonder. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, I don't it's know, a weird, like a lot of, I mean, a lot of games don't ship in December. So, I mean, I know, I know Halo did, but that was, you know, they, they had to, they had to get it out this, you know, yeah. this year or last year. So, um, Stalker, what, what type of genre is that? I can't remember. I think it's, it's like a first person shooter, kind of a horror game, kind of an open world okay. game. Um, is it like survival? Like Okay. Yeah, it's kind of survival. I don't think it's like a roguelike. Yeah. Okay. Means, but, um, I guess kind of similar to a Fallout, except darker and okay. more, um, yeah, kind of more gruesome and whatnot. Okay. Cool. I mean, the, the so, trailers look really cool, but I just I couldn't remember if it was like a yeah. first-person shooter or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and then Redfall is kind of rumored to have a delay as well so we'll see what happens with that i mean we haven't heard anything since the announcement last i I am less interested in that game i mean it looks cool but i mean the fact that i have still have not played back for blood and this redfall is like another like four player co-op shooter i I don't know i'm not super excited but you know it's it's arcane so i have to be somewhat excited but they make good stuff, but like do. I, I don't know if I'm in the mood for. Yeah, I just a I co-op game. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I love. For I mean, I love co-op, but it's just it's hard to get people together. It's a, it's a lot of coordination. Yeah. Yeah, time. You gotta carve out time to not only get two people together, but four. So um, yeah, I mean, obviously, when we get the gameplay and stuff, that that, that may that may persuade me, but um, I've always liked. I've always preferred like. The single player stuff over anything else, uh, even like just straight up multiplayer games. So, yeah. Um, but Nick, let's uh, let's dive into the the biggest news story ever in video game. Um, 
So, so yeah, just at like time. 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. this morning, uh, they, uh, was it was the Xbox or Phil Spencer? I think it was Xbox, Twitter. It was Xbox. Dropped um, the news that said, welcome, uh, Bethesda, Bethesda. <laughs> welcome Activision Blizzard to uh to the to, you know to microsoft so they're they're being it hasn't been finalized yet they're they're being acquired um there isn't i don't know if there's been like a necessarily a date and when this is supposed to finalize i think 12 um, to 15 months okay so it's gonna be a long time yeah um so six what a 68 billion dollar almost 70 billion dollar yeah. deal which i mean we kind of lost our minds over the seven billion dollar the Zenimax uh, acquisition, but this just—I was honestly like shocked because you you, th- you think that Activision, EA, those companies are kind of untouchable, un- unattainable, but now so I'm like, <laughs> maybe they're going to purchase EA straight up, or you know, who knows? Like Microsoft just got endless money. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. It's it really is. I saw it and like, I, I think I was like in the middle of standing up to get out of bed and I just sat back down and I just read it over and over again. I was like, am I, am I dreaming? What the hell is happening? That's like, um 70 billion. Yeah. That's, that's an insane, but it's, it's obviously probably worth it. I mean, just, you know, I mean, some of the biggest franchises in the world, just in call of duty alone. Um, I wish I was more excited for this and I'm sure in the next year or so I would be, but just with all the negativity going on with the lawsuits and stuff like that, it's hard to get excited for this. Um, Yeah. And that's unfortunate. And it makes you, it makes you think because they Xbox made it aware that, you know, obviously the CEO body, Bobby Kotick of that division is going to maintain his role. I'm pretty sure whenever that finalizes, he's going to be getting the boot. Uh, there's no, there is no way, you know, and obviously they can't, they can't say anything legally. So they're not going to say who's being fired, but I, I, you don't, you don't purchase a company that you know is in an ongoing lawsuit. You don't know if Microsoft is going to have to pick up, you know, this lawsuit and have to make payments or anything like that. You, you don't know if this is going to be finished before the acquisition happens and it's finalized. We don't we don't know anything about that, but as a Activision Blizzard employee, you you got to pray that Microsoft will do it right and and cut ties with these just disgusting human beings and get rid of them. Yeah, you you kind of hope that Microsoft's going to be the good guy yeah. to come in and kind of save the day, save Activision, save Blizzard. I mean, that's I mean that's kind of what we're all hoping for, and that's. I guess that's that's what makes people excited about this acquisition, but at the same time, everyone has the right to be a little bit suspicious and and like kind of kind of keeping all the all the accusations and all that stuff aside. Like, what does this do for the industry as a whole? Like, <laughs> Xbox is becoming huge. I mean, we thought Bethesda was unprecedented. Yeah, we were wondering. Oh, you know what's what is PlayStation going to do? Like they're not going to have Fallout. They're not going to have Skyrim or Elder Scrolls. They're not going to have um, Starfield. Now they're not going to have Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I Diablo or Overwatch. They're yeah, gonna, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane to think about, you know, because I 
people have been kind of breaking down uh, Phil Spencer's kind of like message or whatever. And he mentioned that, you know, ongoing support is going to be for these games or on the other platforms. Pretty sure that means, yeah, if Call of Duty's on PlayStation already, yeah, that's going to maintain support. Like Warzone absolutely is going to stay. They're not going to, they're not going to swipe that away. Uh, But anything going forward. Yeah. Yeah. You bet, you better believe that that's going to be a, uh, a first party exclusive, um, which is, I mean, so I really think Xbox is just going to be the platform going forward and Sony is going to be kind of like Nintendo going forward. They have these really, really great first party games that, you know, everybody loves, but you play everything else on your Xbox. Everything multiplayer is going to be on your Xbox. Everything is going to be on Xbox. I mean, you you know, even, you know, great first party games that Microsoft and Xbox is, is developing now. Um, I, I really think that's, I really think that's going to how going to be how it is going forward um, in a few years where Sony stuff only the only thing that sells on PlayStation is Naughty Dog's games is you know all the other first party stuff and then everything else is just going to be you know Game Pass I mean it's, it's Game Pass like it's insane it's oh, a bold claim because objectively right now PlayStation just has the market share for a lot yeah. of multi-plat games like Call of Duty but I mean, I think you might be right. And I think I think what's going to happen is Sony's going to acquire the FromSofts. They're going to acquire the Square Enixes. And they're going to have those really good, you know, first-party games. They're going to have, you know, the new Dark Souls or whatever, the Bloodborne 2. And they're going to have Final Fantasy 18, 19 on their systems. And, you know, the Call of Duties and the Overwatches and Diablos and whatever else. Activision Blizzard owns, they're all going to be over on, on Xbox. And, you know, of course, you're going to have EA stuff that's going to be on both. Yeah. Tentatively, we don't know. Ubisoft is going to be on both. But, God, you're right. Like, when you think of Activision, you think of EA, you think of Ubisoft, those are untouchable. Like, I would have never thought in a million years that yeah. Microsoft would buy Activision. Like, how, <laughs> on a side note, like, uh, I guess we could add it to the news, but E3 announced that, uh, or the ESA announced that they're not going to have like an in-person E3 this year. Um, how how long is Xbox's press conference would have been? Like <laughs> they it's have everything, like, like two hours with with the it's been like a five, it's been like a whole day. Hour. It's like a whole day of which I'm here for. Like hell yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, it's ridiculous. I mean, Sony PlayStation's got to be like. They've got to be sweating a little bit because, I mean, that's a lot of market share in the future that's going to be taken away um, from them. So I think, Nick, you're right. I think I think they're going to be scrambling to try to purchase these, I say smaller when I say Square Enix, but like, yeah, like stuff like From Maybe and Square Enix-centric, Japan-centric yeah. studios. To, yeah, to try to get these really great single-player experiences on the PlayStation, and that's why you purchase a playstation i mean because you know uh, spider-man god of war like that stuff's already made already worth it to, to buy a playstation for myself and I'll, I'll get one in the future but you know i i made i texted you when we were texting earlier like i feel like xcloud is going to come to tv soon like as a you know in the form of like an app or maybe maybe they develop some sort of like roku stick or something that you stick in there mm-hmm. um 
I mean, they're just they, they don't care where you play as long as you're playing Game Pass and, and playing Xbox stuff. Yeah. So I, it's weird. Like it's I feel like Xbox has taken over everything. Um, and at what point does it become a, a monopoly? And you know how this uh, is the point where it becomes a monopoly <laughs> <laughs> once they shell out seventy billion dollars for one of the biggest companies. I mean, that being yeah, said, I know, I know, we, I know, we mentioned, you know, obviously it's kind of hard to get excited with with all the things that are going on, but uh, I'll finally play through Call of Duty campaign for the first time in like seven years, so that's kind of fun, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'll at least you know maybe try out Diablo Four or try out Overwatch Two. Yeah, and you know, I'm just I'm I'm hoping that they bring back vicarious visions or bring back neversoft and start up the tony hawk series again yes i hope they let toys for bob do some you know some spyro or, or crash games or whatever i would love to see like a new spyro like a new spyro a brand yeah. new one or something yeah that would be that would be amazing because now that you know now that xbox has this you know wide net of game studios and, and of course they all have their individual staff and yeah. whatnot but they can just kind of all work on something at once or individually and you know of course you're going to have like microsoft wanting to have a certain cadence of game releases and whatnot but these these game studios can kind of just do what they want kind of just release games you know theoretically at their own will yeah and you know if it's a smaller game if it's a game that would normally sell you know a million copies that's okay because xbox is so big now with all these bigger um all these bigger studios they have their halos and they have halo and call of duty and doom and diablo <laughs> and, and world of warcraft i mean that that alone yeah that has millions and millions of players paying that monthly subscription for uh for, for wow yeah it's good it's gonna be a wild like three three years just to see the the i mean i I feel like obviously we talked about a lot but you know the going into last generation like everything was behind sony and and rightfully so like they Mm -hmm. were just dominating the the platform uh you know the the game space with with xbox's uh really bad marketing strategy uh and then as time went on and and uh uh, don matcher don matcher got out and phil spencer came in um you know he really did a great job of turning that that team around and, and just focusing on the games and yeah, just, you know, I think, I think the, I think the people still hold on to PlayStation as the, the more popular brand. And it is, it, it is that these consoles have sold better, but yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how that changes if it does in the next few years, but how I could think, you not, how could you, how could I not like game pass is, I think like the diehard, the diehard Sony fans are are vehemently against Game Pass. Of course, um, you know for whatever reason. And you know when when Game Pass when when that Sony Game Pass comes out, they're going to be on board. And I mean, nobody wants to pay sixty dollars a pop for a game anymore with Game Pass. Seventy, yeah, seventy bucks. So, like, I, I don't know. I think it, it's doing more more good than it is harm. From from my perspective, but of course yeah. I'm a consumer. I'm not, you know, I'm not a developer that's having trouble gaining a foothold in this big uh, um, 
Xbox space with, with Game Pass, this big game, game Pass space. So, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's going to take a long time for this deal to close because, you know, it has to go through the um, FTC. Yep. And it, has, it essentially has to be approved. Yep. But I think it will be. It's not like Xbox will have a monopoly after this. I mean, they'll just have a bigger market share. I mean, you know, yeah. there, there's plenty of third party studios, there's plenty of indie studios. PlayStation is plenty big. Nintendo is plenty big. I mean, it, this is this is a it's a big move. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah they have, they have a lot of trust with uh, Microsoft with with Phil Spencer and where they've gone forward with with this Game Pass because I mean, I mean we still don't know like the numbers like what they're if if this is any sort of profit or is this they're they're playing the long game. Um, which they probably are, right? I mean, once once these games yeah. start coming out, and you know, more and more people buy. Uh, Nick, you want you want to mention the kind of the other story that came kind of came out of this? Yeah. So along with that press release, or within that press release, they announced that Game Pass currently has 25 million subscribers. So if you kind of do the math, and you know, I, I did the most conservative method of doing the 25 million multiplied by the $10 subscription fee just for the base fee. That's $250 million a month. And that's super conservative because you and I both have the ultimate edition or ultimate version where you get, um, you know, cloud gaming and all that stuff. That's 15 bucks a month. So, you know, anywhere between 250 million and 350 million essentially per month. A lot of cash. Per month. Extrapolate that out into a year. That's you know over a couple billion dollars a year just from Game Pass. And then of course they're you know selling games aside from that. And, yeah. and then you know, with microtransactions within those games that they're selling, like how much is how much is Halo sold? Like you know, it's it's insane <laughs> to think about. Yeah, those cat ears, those cat ears really uh really funded. Funding yeah. this purchase. Yeah. And maybe and I'm curious to see how much their cosmetics are going to increase from the the price drop. Um and, and also like go back to Halo. They're they've 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 listened to their their audience and they've you know they've changed stuff pretty quickly based off of feedback. Yeah. So um I feel like they're doing a good job. But anyways, I know what I don't know what to talk about Halo again, but I just thought about that. Uh but yeah, this this move is freaking bananas uh, it's kind of hard to like even fathom that amount of money for a company but yeah yeah not hopefully... what i was expecting to wake up to this morning yeah not not at all not not at all um yeah it's in it's insane so hope, hopefully good things will will come out of this I'm, I'm sure it will um you know either way the it's... the consumer is going to profit off of it because we get I mean, so much backlog of stuff that's going to come to to Xbox yeah. plus whatever, whatever, whatever's new. Once it once it closes, it'll add probably the entire Activision Blizzard catalog to Game Pass. So it's a lot, a lot to look forward to. And then so much games. Yeah, whatever. So much, so many games. I don't have time for There's anything. A, <laughs> and we and we talked about PlayStation a little bit, but do you think Nintendo is 
kind of affected by this at all or do you think they're do you think they're sweating as well or, or do you think they're more i i don't necessarily think they are because none of this stuff was really on the switch anyways <laughs> like the third come, party it like a year later yeah it could be a year later in the cloud um <laughs> you know it's hard it's hard to i i don't think they are i think sony's sweating more um just because they are yeah. kind of the multi-platform um uh dominator right now like they, everyone plays like call of duty mm-hmm. and stuff on there so that'll change obviously um yeah i think i think nintendo's probably keeping an eye out you know they're probably you know they, they still gotta make their their expansion pack good uh you know they, they've got their they're they're always behind on multiplayer anyways so yeah. who really cares they've got a um, subscription service to worry about right now yeah so i you know i, I hope I mean, I've always wanted Nintendo, their, their subscription service to be better. Give us like a free game a month or, or some sort of like, I don't know, whatever. They, they've got their own kinks to work out. But I don't think they're sweating as hard as Sony is. Sony, I definitely think that they're, that I think that Game Pass thing is obviously very true at this point. Uh, they're working on some sort of competitor to that because they're getting, they're getting crushed. They're, they're, they will continue to get crushed with this thing. Yeah. Do you think Nintendo is looking at any acquisitions over the next year? I mean, what would they? I don't know if they have as much capital as a Microsoft, but no, I don't think they do either. I mean, what would they? Who would they purchase? I mean, maybe do they own the Metroid Dread developer? They they do not own Mercury Steam. Maybe they purchase them now. and and have them yeah make another Metroid Dread. Purchase. Yeah, depending on how well, I mean, I'm sure that things are probably sold pretty well. Um, I don't, I don't, have they have they still never given us numbers for that yet? We'll, we'll see numbers early February once okay. they put out their um their annual annual report. Yeah, maybe maybe, so yeah, maybe I mean maybe they maybe they purchase them. Um, I mean that that, that I mean we, we've talked about it to death. We want to see another one of uh, 2D Metroid uh game for sure yeah, yeah I, I don't know i don't know if they've got the i mean they're not gonna be doing anything crazy um not nothing anything big so i have no idea who they purchase yeah i mean i mean i can, I can see them potentially purchase, purchasing platinum games platinum yeah i could see that yeah i see that maybe platinum maybe maybe something like Capcom. I don't know if they could purchase but, Capcom. Well, I mean, so I guess my question to you, so the, the big developers that are left, Capcom, Ubisoft, EA, Square, Square um, uh, Take-Two, take two, which I, yes. who, God, God knows how expensive they would be to acquire. Um, who yeah. do you think, if you had to guess, who do you think's next to be gobbled up into the Microsoft family oh for microsoft yeah well i don't i don't think sony i don't think sony has the funds to maybe they get capcom or square or something Uh, i I don't think they have the funds for an ea or even a ubisoft i I could i could honestly see them purchasing cd projects right the project okay okay i, I didn't yeah. mention them yeah 
Um, I think, I mean, I don't know how expensive that purchase would be because they've only had, they've only had The Witcher and Cyberpunk. Yeah. But I could see that being a purchase. I can't see them purchasing EA or Ubisoft. No, I mean, and they're already working with EA too, with EA Play stuff, so. And, And Ubisoft Plus or whatever it is, is coming to Xbox. So they're kind of working with them as well. And I also feel like as like a, Ubisoft's games are usually pretty good, but they're all kind of similar. They all have like that same basic structure. They're not, they're not like Activision Blizzard where they have these variety of different games, whether you like them or you don't like them, doesn't matter. They're all like totally different. Ubisoft, whether it's first person, third person, it's, it's all, you know, you climb the, the, the building, you scan you have a bunch of stuff to do. It's all the same kind of open world stuff that we're kind of used to. Um, so you're not expanding market share. Yeah. Yeah. You're not expanding. You're not getting, I don't think you're gaining too much out of it. So yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Capcom or yeah. Like you said, CD project. I think that like would a, be. Maybe Warner Bros. A Warner Brothers. That's, I mean, that's a, it's a movie studio, right? That has their game oh, division. Wait. Oh shoot, you're right. Yeah, they wouldn't. But maybe they maybe they would purchase Warner's games from maybe. Warner Brothers. Yeah, maybe. I, there, I don't there, see there I don't some, see Warner Brothers giving that up. I thought there were some rumors of uh of them being purchased. There was. You're were. you're you are right. I don't I don't remember who was purchasing them though. It might have been Microsoft. Maybe that's I, 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 I do I do I do remember that. Yep, you're right. It might have been EA or Microsoft. I can't remember. But I mean, they got, I mean, even if they got Capcom and Resident Evil was coming to game, like, oh my God, man. <laughs> so, I, I, can, I, can, I can definitely see PlayStation acquiring FromSoft and Square. Yeah. I don't know who would, who would acquire Capcom. I mean, it could be Nintendo. Like, I don't know if Nintendo would actually do it, but no. Oh, I mean, there there aren't that many franchises that that aren't also on the Switch in some yeah. capacity. I mean, Resident Evil, Monster Hunter. Uh, I guess Street Fighter is not really on there, but but that's that's really it for them. Yeah, and then Square has all of their all of their niche games and then Final Fantasy. I don't know, man. It's it's insane. I, I, I never would have had even thought about having that conversation. But I mean I guess they, you if you purchased Activision Blizzard, anything anything else is totally obtainable for Microsoft, I would imagine. Yeah. They no, they may they may not they may have they may have peaked their budget for the year <laughs> for their game for the game division so maybe this is it but we we, you know, we ran the numbers and we're out of money yeah <laughs> so I guess like that's like the new thing right it's like whenever there's a new like Xbox showcase like okay it's like okay who is who is Microsoft purchasing now like yeah uh, yeah that's it's crazy. It's insane. It's in seventy billion. It's just and we just had the the Zynga purchase from Take Two, um, which is admittingly less exciting. 
of course yeah obviously uh but that was like 12 billion which mm-hmm. it was overpriced but that's fine so but 70 gosh 70 billion that, that's that's the biggest one i don't think there will be any any acquisitions that are bigger than that in the gaming space right yeah. i mean because i don't think ea is bigger than activision i don't think ubisoft is bigger than activision unless like tencent comes in and purchases something crazy or somebody purchases tencent microsoft <laughs> oh gosh 500 billion dollars <laughs> 500 bill um yeah, I, I think I think we've got a lot to look forward to with that alone going into the future. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully, like we said up front, hopefully everything this it, it's a lot brighter for the future of the employees at Activision Blizzard, um, and they have some sort of maybe mm-hmm. sigh of relief going forward, um, knowing that they're you know I think Microsoft's a, a you don't hear a lot pretty, about Microsoft, so I mean, uh, pretty good company, I think. Pretty yeah. You know, we, we obviously there's probably some bad eggs somewhere, somewhere in there, but you don't, you just don't hear about it. Um, so I, I feel like it's in good hands. Uh, I feel like they are and have been for four or five years, very specifically Xbox consumer friendly um, and then taking care of their gamers. Uh, obviously we, we take care of them with our, with our dollars. So um, yeah, I mean, how how long do you think until the price of Game Pass, the ultimate, is going to go up? I give the year, which I before. I'm totally like if you know, what what is it for a year for the ultimate? Like hundred bucks. Uh, fifteen times twelve. I don't know if it's discounted if you buy the year, but I think I'm sure it does. I mean, I would pay twenty bucks a month for this thing. Yeah, I mean, it's five bucks more than I'm paying now, and I'm, I've been playing Halo for the past two months for free, so. Yeah, exactly. Can't, and then can't complain too much. Constantly getting games that I are either new or haven't played before that have been out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. It's, a good, it's, a, it's too good of a deal right now, I think. At 20 bucks, it'll be a good deal. Yeah. So, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm sure it'll go up. It, it's bound to go up because it really hasn't increased in price. Since no, not really. I mean, yeah. not since they bundled in Xbox Live and, and created like kind of like the ultimate edition. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this year now more so than ever to, to see what they are going to show off in their, their inevitable showcases and and uh, just kind of see how Sony responds. I'm really curious to see how they go forward with everything. <laughs> so. And we we probably won't see anything in any showcases yet, right? Not probably until not. not until the deal closes officially. So it might be until it might not be until 2023's E3 that we get the uh, three hour blowout that yeah. is Microsoft's E3 presentation. Yeah, I'm uh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm ready for it. It's gonna be a fun few years. I mean, there's there's a lot a lot going on. But uh, yeah, that is going to wrap up this show. Excuse me, wrap up the news, uh, and then it's also going to wrap up the show. Um, yeah, just super excited that that dropped this morning. Um, glad glad we waited to record today versus yesterday because that's that was yeah. a lot to talk about. So, uh, but yeah, appreciate everyone always watching uh, live. Um, you could certainly tune in every. Uh, it's usually every Monday at eight thirty ish. 
um, over on twitch.tv slash gaming with the broscast. Drop a uh, drop a follow, and uh, yeah, just uh, you always chat with us live. It's always fun. Um, Nick, where can they um, follow us on Twitter? Sorry, my uh, my my AirPods died. Oh no! Um, <laughs> but um, follow us on Twitter at gaming wt broscast. Twitch gaming with the broscast, and I think. I mean, yeah. Did I say yeah. Twitch? Uh, you did say Twitch. Yeah, I, I mentioned Twitch. Uh, gave me with the broadcast on uh, TikTok for uh, our daily uploads of uh, Halo vids, uh, and Halo stuff. clips, and other stuff. Yeah, I, I, I finally posted all the uh, the game of the year stuff. So if you prefer, yeah. like short, like three minute little segments, go go watch all those on there. Um, but yeah, we will see you guys on uh, next Monday. See you next month. It's the next day acquisition. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.